0: You're listening to The Writer's Block, presented by Bud Select, with Benjamin Hockman, Derek Gould, and Ben Fredrickson, on the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2FM, and InsideSTL.com.
1: What are you chuckling about?
2: <laughs> text I'm
1: going to miss the text line and the show's over.
2: I won't read this person's text.
1: I think I'll log into the text line just just for fun, just for kicks.
2: Um, I won't read the texter's name, but I'll just say what they said, which was before the show comes to an end, will Gardner finally reveal what's on his super secret computer? I can answer that. No. You answered correctly. <laughs> if we couldn't get it out of him for the months preceding, I don't think we're getting it in the last couple of days. You won't tell us on Friday.
1: Lose. No. In the last segment.
2: Absolutely not. Man. He wouldn't tell us in the last segment of his life. I do have some bad news for Friday as well. It doesn't look like we're going to be able to do the show at Rosie's that day. Oh, uh, that's that's actually a
1: tradition of you promising things that don't come through. So fitting to uh, to go out uh, as we always have been. I
2: hate you. <laughs> engine joe's K ride magic man this is directed your way ben fred i've got news for you that player jim the wonder dog has more than a few illegitimate puppies running around running around out
1: there well i don't agree with that can you disprove it well i mean i'm sure he had many suitors but i think he was an honest oh, dog yeah.
2: carlos danger uh, was wondering if uh anyone's going to be bringing crystals to the creepy
1: picnic that would planning. be Jessica's duty, wouldn't it?
2: Oh, Jessica can bring him. Yeah. yeah, she's coming. We got to figure out a day for this because I, I here's the deal. She threw a wrench in it, saying that she wants to go because if I go without her, I'm in trouble. Oh, that's what she said. I saw it in her eyes. <laughs> oh yeah. She likes these creep. Like I told you. Yeah, before, she's kind of weird. She and I went in a to good a, way. a cemetery that had been run down for a while and then brought back up because we wanted to look at this mausoleum, and there was a real. Speaking of creepy, a creepy chapel at this place. I can't remember the name of it. It's like Oak Grove or something off of Natural Bridge.
1: She would like New Orleans. If you, you take her down there, you go on like uh, you can go on um, cemetery tours.
2: Yeah, I think I mean, just like, we would all, and she and I would they're enjoy pretty,
1: that. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, so we got, we're getting Derek on the line to talk about some baseball, but first we had, uh, I want to I get into these proposed rule changes with mm-hmm. Derek because he has some insight on it, but first got to take care of some business.
2: We do. Did you know the average American household has over $16,000 in credit card debt? And over 70% of households have the equity in their home to get rid of it right now. With a cash-out refinance with the Home Loan Expert team, you can get those credit cards paid off once and for all. Ryan Kelly, the Home Loan Expert team works so hard so you don't have to. If you're looking to refinance or purchase a home, why would you go anywhere else? Call Ryan at 314-781-9700 or visit thehomeloanexpert.com.
1: Head out now to the phone lines to bring in our buddy Derek Gould who is joining us from Jupiter, Florida. Derek's co-host of this program and also the lead Cardinals beat writer for the St. Louis Post Dispatch. Derek, how you doing, man? How's Florida? Uh
0: Florida is here. It's uh it's pleasant. Um very it's in the 80s. It's been really lovely oh, weather man. I guess here for several weeks. Um but it looks about the same as I left it.
1: It's uh it's snowing here, so if that makes you feel any better. Ooh, I,
0: man, I'm bummed I'm
1: missing that. <laughs> yeah, to I be. am. It's gonna I be love fun. Shoveling. It's gonna be fun. Hey, uh, so I wanted to—we we know you've been catching up with some Cardinals down there in Jupiter as they come as they as they trickle into uh, to Roger Dean Stadium and get set up for spring training. But I wanted to ask you quickly about uh, some some news that's making the rounds in the MLB scene about the proposed rules changes. I guess if these were passed, I mean they're being floated to the um, the Players Association, and if they were to be passed, which seems unlikely, especially so close to the season, they could be in effect this year, but talking about changing the strike zone raising it and also doing away with the uh, intentional walk actually having to throw the pitches you would just basically you know signal that you want an intentional walk and not have to throw a pitch i guess the the biggest discussion piece is going to be the strike zone right i mean right uh, i I would think that you're going to have a lot of hitters who say yeah let's let's bring it up and stop throwing balls at our knees and a lot of pitchers who say are you crazy
0: exactly no that's exactly what you're going to see you're going to see uh you know, you're going to bring it up to hitters and they're going to start salivating because <laughs> they'll see fewer hard ground balls to third base, they'll see fewer double plays, and they'll see higher slugging percentages um, because the ball will have to be up a bit. Um, whereas pitchers, especially pitchers who uh, pitch for the Cardinals, are going to be like, wait a minute, that's where we make our money. That's exactly where... They they make their money. That's where they want to pitch. That's where they're taught to pitch. That's where the team's philosophy is about pitching. So, yeah, uh, you'll you'll hear it uh, exactly along those. It's it's not it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a very partisan opinion.
1: What is the um when you talk about speeding up the game? And I know that, that baseball seems to be given mixed messages here because we hear they want to speed it up. Then we hear they want more action. Obviously, mm-hmm. raising the strike zone is going to mean more balls hit hard, um, but isn't that going to lead to longer games if there's more offense, if there's more scoring?
0: Well, it's a good question. But So keep in mind that they always talk about pace of game. They right. don't talk about time. Yes. Game. And that's the distinction that the commissioner has made, is that, look, you may not speed up. Nobody wants four-hour games. That's what they're trying to avoid, right? But, you know, they're not going to have two-hour games anymore either um you know or two hour 30 minute games they they want to find a sweet spot there um, but the big talk has been a pace of play and not having these downtimes, not having these uh, nfl te- like dead periods where they just feel like the the they, the game is is grinding along um they want to encourage um uh, more action more more balls in play more uh more things along those lines. More, uh, more scoring if it happens. Uh, more damage if it happens. But more action is what they're looking for, and th- that's part of the idea of raising the strike zone. Is they feel like it may not yield to greater uh, scoring in the sense that you know, like home runs did in the in the steroid heyday of the 1990s, but it will lead to more action.
1: When you look at uh, obviously this, uh, I'm probably more fired up about the idea of changing the strikes than I am about intentional walk. Do you have any bone to pick with the idea that the pitcher could just step off the mound and signal to the ump that he wants to put a guy on base?
0: I've gotten over it. If I did, yeah.
1: I mean, Man. there just there aren't very many anymore.
0: What very many pitchers? Very
1: many intentional walks. We don't see very we don't see a ton of them. I mean, I think uh, I was reading Jason Stark's piece today, and he counted them up, and there was like the amount of time that it would that would cut out of the game is pretty minimal. I mean, I guess if you want to stop him from throwing four meaningless pitches then right. that doesn't really bother me too much.
0: No, I mean I I'm I'm over it. I mean, you don't you don't ever see anybody step across and hit one anymore <laughs> either. Right. You know, what you used to see every so often. I think what Bo Jackson did that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, because he did everything. I mean, look, there aren't very many hitters who you want to intentionally walk anymore. So um not when you can throw 97 with sync why would you
1: yeah no i think that maybe that's maybe that's I mean you know about that, that right fredrickson what's that that
0: feeling of throwing 97 with sync oh yeah
1: you know back in my day as a backup to the backup catcher i mm-hmm. i caught a lot of guys who were flirting with that uh that high 90s filth <laughs> yeah i wanted to here's the here's where the stat i was looking for there's one intentional walk now every 2.6 games that's from jason stark um, of espn so Big change there. Yeah, what's
0: Captivating.
2: Up? Hey, hey, Derek, with the hey talk- Gardner. Hey, how are you doing, sir? I um, miss you. I likewise. Um, I'm wondering where's the juicy conversation about with these rules changes about the designated hitter in the National League? Where's that been?
0: So, so yeah. So I was, I was Paul Revere saying, you know, heads up that this is coming, and uh, there was there was thought of it. Um, there was communication. The owners seemed more open to it, and the union caught wind of it um as this CBA was coming forward mm-hmm. um the schedule certainly invited it with uh, 15 teams in each league um you know having the, that constant interleague play meant that some team was always going to be exposed and i always felt like the moment that the Yankees or the Red Sox finish the season in a National League ballpark which can happen believe it or not you know that final game of the season final series of the season somebody's playing an interleague game and, you know, here would be the Red Sox with their David Ortiz and all their millions spent on him sitting the bench um, in a key series at the end of the season. I always thought that that would be the uh, the moment that baseball said, well, all right, we need to fix this because the Red Sox are complaining. Right. Uh, but it didn't happen. Uh, and then when it came to negotiate with the CBA, chatter about it kind of died. Part of the reason for that is because there were just other issues that really rose to prominence, uh, namely... The international draft, um, you know, the the idea that uh, they could do something with that or expand the rosters, um, they, there just wasn't much traction for the DH, which always seemed to be like a carrot that uh, that baseball could have there, you know, a higher paid job, um, even if they expanded the roster, another roster spot for the union, um, more jobs for the union. Uh, longer careers for some guys, which the union wants, it just, but it just never manifested.
1: Derek, we know you got a chance to meet up with uh, some some players down there as they as they start to show up. Who have you had? A, who have you talked to? And what can you pass along from kind of the, uh, I guess, the earliest earliest pre stages of spring training taking place right da, right there in Florida? Uh,
0: you want me to list everybody I talked to? Today?
1: Yeah, no, I mean the guys who said something that uh, that folks around here would want to hear. I mean, who showed up? who showed up looking in the best shape of their life, who had the best off season ever, who's finally healthy, all that good stuff.
0: Uh just the reporter.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. Glad yeah. to hear.
0: Yeah. No. Um uh you know, my 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 uh my omega counts are high, my my <laughs> vitamin counts are really high. You so did take your probably. bike
1: down this year, right? You took the bike, you been getting the, the did. conditioning did. Yep. in. That's great, man.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, gonna going to slim down because, you know, during the season, all I do is blimp out. So, you know, <laughs> this is my chance to, uh, to cut some weight. Um, uh, let's see. I saw Adam Wainwright throw a bullpen. I saw Matt Carpenter do a lot of work at first base. Uh, I saw T- Sam Tui the talk to Mitch Harris, talk to Aled Diaz, talk to Colton Wong, uh, talk to Jose Akendo briefly. He's, he's coaching a lot of these guys working with them during their informal workouts. Eric Fryer, Carson Kelly, Luke Weaver, um, there's there's a gobs of guys down here.
1: When uh, I think the Cardinals fans will ears perk up when you say Jose Okindo is working with guys uh, defensively. Um, uh, What's kind of for people who missed the missed the boat on what exactly is going on with him? Can you explain? He has a new title, but the but the job has not changed. Right? He's going to be working with the uh, with the younger guys from his home base in Florida. Correct?
0: Yeah. So that's formal now. Okay. Um, he's got the title to go along with the job that he wanted. Um, the job that he kind of implied that he was going to pursue mm-hmm. uh, last year uh, at this time. Um, you know, he is uh, moving around really well. He had to have a uh, surgery to address his knee. Um, you know, part of that was that, uh, you know, I mean, he just was not, uh, he probably couldn't have gotten medical clearance to be on the field last year, to be honest, um, you know, not to be a third base coach, um, and he has long talked with us. He, he's talked with, Car- uh, with, uh, Rick Hummel multiple times about this, this, that he, he always felt that his future with this organization was going to be working with the young fielders here at Jupiter. That was something that he wanted to do, um, sort of an homage to George Kissel, um, something in the, in a similar role. Um, he has, you know, Jose is a gifted teacher and knows it. And, um, him bouncing around the field today, hitting, Fungos and talking at every stop with every infielder who he crossed paths with. I mean, he at one point in time stopped and uh, watched Adam Wainwright throw for a little bit, and then you know <laughs> walked right over to Adam Wainwright, gave him some pointers on on some wobble of his pitches. And I mean, the guy just is constantly aware of one fine tuned thing that could be uh, fixed. Was, I saw a lot of that today. I mean, that's that's one of the benefits of being down here. You really see. A Kendo and some of these other teachers, um, you know, in full bloom because they they have one-on-one access with guys um, just in the informal workouts.
1: You had the the story about about Seth Manis and his workout for scouts after the uh, after the arm surgery that is not Tommy John surgery. He's supposed to get these guys back on the field sooner. Mitch Harris had the same thing. Um, so yeah. he's he kind of two uh, two test products with this surgery are you know have St. Louis ties. How does how is mitch recovering and and kind of what's his status this season because uh it seems like he's a guy who's basically trying to prove that his that his career isn't over,
0: right right. Yeah, I mean, he's not on the roster. He's not in Major League camp. He is here to show the Cardinals that he's ready to go and that they overlooked him. Um, you know, and uh, so that's that's where he's at. I mean, he's in the minor league side. He's not in the Major League clubhouse. He is not reporting next week. Um, he'll be around, but uh, he's not officially in camp. So um, that's because he's not on the 40-man and he didn't score an NRI. The Cardinals are... Are having him continue on because they can, um, but he is out to show that they should uh, give him a look.
1: Has Carp look at first?
0: Well, I didn't see him at first base. I saw him go through a lot of first base fundamental drills. Um, but I talked to him about first, and let me tell you, he was. Well, I'll put it in tomorrow's paper, so you'll have to check it. S- well, you, you got to give us a day. tease. Um, he was very thoughtful on how he fits at first base and what's possible for him there.
1: Interesting. All right. What else is coming in uh, in upcoming post-dispatch coverage from Jupiter? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, all right.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sunday, on Sunday, 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 I'm will have to. i going to kind of set the stage for spring training like we talked about yesterday. Um, and then uh, I'm going to try to play by ear, dig up some news. I, I did, for, uh, for people who are interested, I did get some video. Of, uh, of some of the actions down here. And uh, those will be up at stltoday.com. And if you go to the Facebook page uh, for the blog that I write there, if you go to Facebook, uh, Birdland or Derek Gould's Birdland, there are photos of spring training up. I'm, I'm lo- so you can see the sun and you can see the players.
2: I'm looking at the video right now, Derek, of Jose Okendo and Matt Carpenter working together. It does look like uh, Jose coming off that surgery has... Has his fungo looking to be in mid-season form already?
0: So so you, um, of the people I know, you will appreciate this the most, right? Mm-hmm. They were trying to work on short hops and a Kendo at one point in time. Oliver Momon was also working with all these guys. And, you know, there's another guy who's a really good teacher, and this year is being promoted to the majors, um, first base coach. And his role is going to... Be revealed and be defined here during spring training and even during the course of the season. But, uh, you know, former Cardinal draft pick, uh, I got a chance to talk with him for a little while today. I've known him, obviously, for years. Um, and he has been sort of a coaching prospect, yeah. um, if you will, for the Cardinals. Um, also a fungo prospect, which I oh. appreciate. Um, but he was hitting the uh, fungos to Carpenter there for a while so that Akendo could stand nearby and talk with him about his form and everything like that. And at one point in time, Akendo goes, here, let me do this. And he grabbed the fungo bat from Marmol. And he assured everybody who was there, he goes, look, no, no, no one's doing anything wrong. No one's doing anything wrong. I'm just better
2: at this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. I mean, when you're the greatest. Or one of the greats. That's the kind of attitude you have to have at times. We know that from a bunch of guys. And he
0: just knew. He also said, "I, I, I I want. I I know where I want to put the short hop, and uh, it's easier for me to just do it."
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So it was
0: pretty good. It was pretty good. That's
2: nice.
1: Sounds like Jose Okendo is uh, in in tip-top shape to start spring training, as you are. And the coverage will be uh, coverage will be great and thorough. Derek, we look forward to more of it. We'll catch up with you. Um, I will not be on tomorrow, but we'll catch up with you on Friday for the uh, for the final send off.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Are you guys going to
2: call me tomorrow, you think? What's the What's the, What's the the odds? Whew, it's a coin flip right now. I just don't know yet. I'll There's check. a
1: lot going on here in St. Louis. I mean, we got to talk about Chris Long and the uh, who no longer plays here well, in the Super Bowl parade. I get the feeling um, that we're probably going to— Dakota came out a couple of days oh, ago. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot going on, Derek.
2: I, I get the feeling we'll probably want to talk about Matt Carpenter's uh, response to first base. Maybe, I, maybe. I get, get that feel.
0: Maybe. I, I still think it's uh, probably 2080 whether
1: you guys actually call it <laughs> Okay, <tomorrow>. okay. <laughs> All right, Derek. Well, well, as you wait on pins and needles, we'll uh, we'll let you go for today. We, thanks for the insight. We'll talk to you soon. All
0: right, guys. Have a great day. That's
1: Derek I'm Gould sure. joining us. Bye. S- see you, man. That's Derek Gould joining us here on the Riders' Block presented by Bud Select Carp. Going to hear his thoughts about, thir- for, for about first base in tomorrow's uh, paper, it sounds like.
2: Looking forward to that, and I appreciate as well Derek Gould's approach in spring training and into the season, knowing that he could possibly balloon up weight-wise in the season. He's trying to get in shape before the season to help that out a little bit. Taking a little bit of a Johnny Peralta approach, it seems. <laughs> wow. So I, I appreciate that. Wow. Uh, also, want to remind you one more time about the Cajun Cook-Off. Saturday, February 11th, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. That's this Saturday. Learn from the pros. Cajun cooking demos from Jay Ducati. You've seen him on TV. Mike Johnson of Sugarfire Smokehouse. Tom Schmidt and Haley Riley of Salt and Smoke. You guys know them as well. Watch talented amateur chefs compete for prizes in a contest hosted by Jay Ducati. Enjoy complimentary Cajun dishes, samples from the demos, and an open bar. Live music. On the dance floor, they're going to have set up there. Advanced tickets available at stlmardi org for $35, $45 at the door. It takes place at the Bud Light Party Center in Soulard Market Park. And also, want to remind you, too, we got a special thing going on here with uh, 590 the fan and insidestl.com. It's the kitchen pass to the Cajun cook off, exclusively offered to our listeners. It's a unique experience for 40 of our listeners to get inside this experience into behind-the-scenes STL dining. Hang out with those guys I mentioned before. Plus, it includes premium open bar featuring Jim Beam, F&Vodka, Hornitos Tequila, Barefoot Bubbly, Bloody Mooks, and Tim Lawson's private stash of damn good whiskey for sampling, only to enjoy in that kitchen. Purchase tickets now, once again, at InsideSTL.com.
1: cool quick break. Coming up, we're going to have a... Uh... A big last segment here. we got Gardner's Grab Bag. We're also going to chat with our former intern, Alexa Strauss. One final word of the week from Alexa Strauss as we revisit some of our old friends on our final week of the Writer's Block, presented by Bud Select. You are listening to the All-Need 590, the Fan, 157, HD 2 and InsideSTL.com.